0: Nerdy is the new sexy. Let's good to be a geek. This is Bud's Weekly Geek Out. Brought to you by Baggins. Stocking Converse, Vans, Doc Martens, Herschel, and Stans. Hi, good morning, Webmaster Bud. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Jason. Hi, Bud. What's on the geek out, dude? In 2019, Face App had been around for a couple of years with not much of a user base, but then it went viral with its ability to take your photo and age you using AI. This was the app we geeked out about in 2021 that that 50 year old Japanese man was using to change himself from an uncle, as he called himself, to an attractive young lady on a motorcycle, mm. uh, but using the face aging technology, 86 million users were posting photos of their. <laughs> (laughs) supposed future selves. And it was then that it came to light in a big way that it was a Russian-owned app, and Uh concerns about privacy began to overshadow the app itself. Folks went through the FaceApp terms and conditions and found that by using the app, those 86 million people were granting FaceApp a perpetual, worldwide, fully paid, transferable, sub-licensable license to use, reproduce, modify, adapt, publish, distribute, and display their user content in all media formats and channels now known or later developed (gasps) without compensation. Mm. The FBI even said that FaceApp and other apps developed in Russia were a potential counter intelligence threat and the worldwide attention did get FaceApp to eventually rewrite their privacy policy and so far seems nothing untoward has come from that but can i just ask Mm. what is interesting about these things like hey look my beard is now white oh my gosh this is fun nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd and i think it's just a lot of curiosity about seeing what other people think a computer thinks they would look like when they're old so why don't i try it too Oh, sorry. Do you want me to give you the the? I've got a book of reasons why not. To, <laughs> should I? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, call me a hipster or an anti-trendsetter or whatnot, but whenever something like this gets this popular, I get suspicious. Uh, Gee, you think? Case yeah. in point, these AI-generated portraits of your friends, which you've undoubtedly seen mm. on social media. Have either of you seen these? Oh, yeah. Bright colors. We were just talking, we were talking about, about them this, this morning, yeah. and uh, and maybe you're going to get to this, but what really has stumped me is I've been told that people are paying for these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what is, what is wrong with people? So there are a few apps doing these, but Lenza appears to be the most popular one right now. It's been around since 2018, but just hitting its viralness now. So yeah, paid feature called Magic Avatars. So you give it 10 to 20 photos of yourself, and in, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, it gives you a bunch of Magic Avatars, depending on how much you paid for them. Amazingly, on Monday, the day I started to research this geek out, Mashable came out with an article about Lenza and what data it collects. So the company behind Lenza is Prisma Labs. Their app, Prisma, had its own moment of virality in the mid-tens for stylized painting-like filters that you could give your photos. And again, Prisma is Russian-owned. They use Amazon Web Services to process the uploaded photos, and they say that as soon as their AI model is trained on a user's photos, those images are deleted immediately. But the crux of this, Geek Out, is actually the AI model that is used. There are plenty of models and tools out there. There's DALI and GPT-3 and Mid Journey and... Those <laughs> old stupid tools. Right? <laughs> those, these old things? I just yeah. had them in the closet. <laughs> so these are trained on data like text or code or photos and ostensibly become smarter as they give you their results the ai behind lensa is called stable diffusion and instagram this week saw a viral post going around claiming that stable diffusion samples artwork from artists that have never consented to their work being used the post says this is art theft Well, how is this then different from an artist seeing another artist's work and then getting inspired by that? That's the crux of the argument right here. Is it okay for a human being to see another artist's portfolio and make derivative or inspired works? But is it not okay for a machine to do that just because it's faster and more efficient than a human? I have a bigger question. Is it okay for any human to be engaged by something so stupid? (laughs) Oh, Dylan. Yeah. well, no, but listen. This latest iteration of it is just a colorful picture of you. I That's can't true, just like a cart a little bit, kind of filtered sure. and cartoony. With a filter, it clears up all of your, you know, wrinkles and blemishes, and the bright colors attract people, and it just puts you in these kind of fantasy worlds. I think it's just a bit of an escape for some people from this hellscape that is the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, There are plenty of examples of AI usage which could be considered legally gray. There's this artist named Holly Mengert who's created work for Disney and Penguin Random House. She had 32 of her illustrations fed into a stable diffusion model called Dream Booth, which was then able to churn out new artwork based on text prompts in a very similar style to hers. Should she have been asked permission? I mean, technically, it's not her permission to give. She was hired by these companies to make these artworks that were fed into the model, so these rights belong to the companies which hired her. The person who fed the artwork into the model brought up an interesting point of debate. The technology is is out there. It's going to progress one way or the other, and everyone using it is equally culpable if you want to see it that way, which means any argument about its morality is completely arbitrary. Now, Stable Diffusion did recently make it more difficult to imitate specific artist styles, as well as clamping down on NSFW... Output. But those tweaks are likely to be worked around by future artists and future AI models because people will keep experimenting with them. And it could be people or it could be companies. Microsoft's company GitHub was sued over its coding assistant Copilot, which suggests code as you type, but it's been trained on licensed code without credit. Getty, the stock photo image company said in September they're no longer accepting any AI generated content over fears of legal challenges. On Monday Adobe said it will start accepting ex- ...accepting and selling AI-generated stock images and will indemnify companies of legal challenges... But also says that contributors must prove they own the copyright to submitted images. And the very question of whether you can copyright an AI-generated work is very wibbly-wobbly depending on how much human input was involved. And all of these arguments harken back to how scared people were of new technologies like the horseless carriage or the soul-stealing cameras or the job-robbing robot arms in factories. Although that, that, that did come to that pass. That definitely all, yeah. all those things actually happened. Yeah, well, <laughs> we are very much in the wild. Wild west of AI models, and is probably going to get weirder before it gets better. So you can read more about AI, art, and copyright at thezone.fm slash geekout. Yeah, yeah, cool future. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bud. Okay. I need a shower. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Bye. Buzz Weekly Geek Out. Listen every Wednesday on The Morning Zone for more news from the world of techie type stuff. Brought to you by Baggins. Stocking Converse, Vans, Doc Martens, Herschel, and Stance.